0: O come, O come, Emmanuel, I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's hard to hear good news in the dark of a prison cell. It's hard to believe your life means much when the door is locked and can only be opened from the outside. It's hard to have hope when all you can see are the four walls around you and it seems there's no release. That is where we find John the Baptist, The one who just last week we saw baptizing people for repentance and confidently proclaiming the coming of one who would baptize with fire and Holy Spirit, coming to judge with the winnowing fork in his hand. This week, all has changed. John the preacher, John the forerunner of Jesus, John the Elijah to Jesus' Messiah, John is in prison. John, whose whole life was about pointing to, warning of the coming of the Messiah, who baptized Jesus and saw the Holy Spirit descend upon him, that John is in prison. There he hears... No news of the world being overturned, of wheat being separated from chaff, of justice rolling down like water, of the mighty being cast down from their thrones. John the Baptist, that one so confident in God's purposes and promises, that one has lost his faith. And he sends his followers to ask Jesus a question so plaintive that it moves me to tears. Are you the one who is to come? Are you the one who is to come? Are you the one, are you the one who is to come? Or are we supposed to wait another. Are you the one? John knows the scriptures. John has placed faith in their predictions but now his life seems over. The promises have not come true. He's alone in a dark prison where it's hard to see the light. On this day in Advent, when we are to rejoice, when we get a little break in the blue season, we light the pink candle on the Advent wreath and we get to wear pink, or at least some of us do. On this day, we hear a question from prison. Are you the one? And like all the scripture we read in Advent, this feels like a shock. but isn't this the perfect advent question for we we advent people for we who live our lives in hopes of what we've heard but we often let's be honest wonder is true how often we find ourselves in prisons of a sort how many of us are there prisons of hopelessness or depression or grief in an unending season of politics rather than governance where chaos is swirling here and abroad, when we wonder if those principles we hold dear, democracy, civility, honesty, we wonder will they hold and we feel stuck, bound in a system not of our own making. When we hear the news that our beautiful world is in even graver danger than we thought, permafrost, permafrost, thawing, Arctic ice, shrinking, all much faster than predicted. We've entered a devastating feedback loop. Action is urgent, yet we feel stuck in our lifestyles, locked, helpless, in systems beyond our control. In our personal lives, in our communal lives, It can feel like we're in a prison cell facing a door that can only be opened from the outside. Are you the one to come? Are you the one to come or are we to wait for another? And to that question, Jesus offers just this. Tell John... What you hear and what you see. Tell John what you hear and what you see. Jesus doesn't try to convince John in his prison cell that everything is perfect, that all will be solved. What he does is offer stories and he offers some signs of hope. He invites John's disciples to share what they have seen. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have good news brought to them. And in this way, Jesus reminds John of all the promises of Isaiah, the ones that we just heard, wilderness and dry land shall be glad. The desert will rejoice and bloom. The eyes of the blind shall be opened, ears of deaf unstopped. Lame shall leap like the deer. Waters will break forth. Life will break forth, not just in individual people, but in all of creation when God comes. There are signs now of this happening. And Jesus knows that John needs those signs. He needs a sign to restore his hope. So he tells John's followers, tell John what you see and hear. There are signs that God is at work. There are signs that one day justice will roll down like water and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Look for them. Share them. When we are locked in a prison, we need another to unlock the door. When all seems dark, we need signs of hope. What signs of hope do you see in the world around you? Now, right now. Have you seen someone's eyes opened? Where are the places in your life that water could spring forth from dry land? Where has God been at work in your life this week? And how might you help strengthen another's faith, provide hope, provide comfort for those who now sit in darkness, for an advent in all seasons, We are to stay awake, to keep watch for the signs of God among us. Sometimes we are to provide, to be those very signs. For though we might not believe it, we too can be a sign that God is at work. We need these signs for our own strength and to strengthen others when we are locked in the prisons of our own lives, when we need signs of hope that God is the one, that scripture does tell the truth, the truth that when God comes, the dry land will be lush, teeming with springs of water, flowers and blossoms springing up. The land itself will rejoice. In that time, we will see and hear leap like deer sing for joy. In that time, prison doors locked from the outside will be unlocked and light will stream in for the Lord who comes with judgment is the one who comes to save. John the Baptist asks, Are you the one? We too We too long for assurances and for signs. Are we looking for them? Are you looking for God at work in the midst of your life? Will you share those signs with one another? Where have you seen the one in your life this week? Look for him. Look for him, beloved. And then tell what you have seen and heard. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.